Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Bucky Brooks from NFL.com. Bucky. Sure you've heard of him. He does a lot of great work for the website as an analyst. He has his top five draft prospects by position. 3.0, Jacob, is what he calls it. Not Um, 1.2, not 1.3. I don't know what that number is referring to. This is the third time. He's done the top five at each position, so this is you know why? top five position breakdown, 3.0. I'll, I'll say this. The utility of using the 1.1, the 1.2, is if you do so many that it gets to, like, you're doing 10+, plus, so you can track it. 1.1, and then you have your entire, and then you get to 2.0. No, that make sounds sense? so much more complicated. Like, just count. One, two, there, three, so four, if you get five, up to six, like seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that's why great. have why do you call, why call it 1.0 if you're not going to add a decimal point in there in the tenth? Because place? it sounds cool. It sounds fancy. It's like I think 1. 1.0, 1.0. 1.1 sounds kind of cool. All right, let's look at the quarterbacks. I know the Steelers aren't going to pick. No, a I want to keep fighting about this, no, Tom. I'm done fighting with you. We're going to look at the quarterbacks now. Like I said, we won't look at every single position. Maybe we will. It's a long podcast after all. But you know, we'll look at the sexy ones and the ones that the Steelers definitely need and. Doesn't get better than quarterbacks. And here's how he's got the top five quarterbacks shaken out right now. Number one is Bryce Young. And he has a little arrow pointed up, so it's a little movement on his list. CJ Stroud dropped down to number two. So I wonder what happened in the last like week or so that that's I'll tell you, there's some rumors with Stroud I'll talk about in a second. Number three, he has Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Saw that above Richardson and above Richardson and then Levis is number five. You know, Hendon Hooker just might be looking healthy. Like he might be working Final, out for teams. Yeah. Teams might be saying that knee looks healthier than we looks thought it better, would. Yeah, like he exactly. looks like he's recovering pretty well. You know, Hendon Hooker was arguably the best quarterback in college football last year with Stroud and with Bryce yeah, alongside Young. those two guys. And he got sure. forgotten because of the injury. Because of the injury, and then Tennessee losing a couple games down the stretch of the season as without well. him. Yeah, they were number one in the country at one point. Right. He beat Bryce Young right. in in, uh, in Alabama, and so that, like, like a three point game, right? Yeah, and yeah. they were number one in the uh-huh. first college football playoff ranking last year. So Hendon Hooker has got a lot of potential. I think that knee injury just scared people off. I don't fight him at all being the number three prospect. No, I Listen, wouldn't either. He was certainly a much better quarterback last year than Richardson and Levis at the college yes. level. And I know that doesn't yes. always translate, but that's a fact. And you can even say, you know, like how 
both of those guys played in the SEC. Well, so did Hennon Hooker, and he beat that big Goliath. He beat Bryce Young in Alabama. It's just funny that four of the top five quarterbacks are all SEC, SEC guys. Yeah. And then the other one, by the way, went to is Ohio, Ohio State, State, which is basically which is, the SEC. It's like, the best school, maybe the best school in football year after year outside of the SEC. But it's also funny to think, like, Alabama, best quarterback from Alabama? Like, Joe Namath, maybe? Like, Tua, maybe? Like, to, uh, Mac Jones, maybe? Like, not Mac Jones. Don't even best quarterback even out of Ohio there. State. Like, right? You don't. There's for sure. You can say while they were in Alabama, while they were playing in Bama, names out the wazoo. Right. But when they're translated into NFL pro careers, you're really grasping at straws. I mean Kentucky. I mean Florida. I mean Tennessee. Oh, they had paid. Tennessee has. <laughs> That's where it and ends then, right and there. Then, and then you look at the other SEC school, Ole Miss, where. They got the old Mannings, yep. They had the other Mannings. <laughs> but yeah, Tennessee. Interestingly enough, though. Ruins that. Talking about the Arch saying. Manning, did you hear how the head coach is saying that it's not a guaranteed thing that he'll be the number one, he'll be the starter at the beginning of the season for baby Arch Manning? Arch Manning should not be the starter at the beginning of the season. Interesting. Little college football taken out. They still have Quinn Ewers. I think he's a really good quarterback. Don't make Arch have to play as an 18-year-old if you don't need him to. They're going to Alabama this year in like their second game of the year. Yeah. Do you think Arch really needs that? You can bring him along a little slowly. The dude's making like $6 million or something in NIL, NIL money yeah. right now. He ain't going to be hurting you to stay in college a couple extra years. To, to yeah. the pros. That's a good point. Yeah. So, and by the way, he'll still get, like, even if he doesn't play this year, this counts towards his right. time right, served right, right, toward right. being in a pro. So he can so. sit out this year, make all that money, play two years at Texas, and then, and then jump ship. Drum, j- jump up in the draft stock and, yeah, still make it to the NFL. All right. But these quarterbacks right here, I said I might be a reason why CJ Stroud is dropping. There's been some rumors about, you know, the work ethic not really being there for C.J. Stroud. Someone said that he had committed to go to the Manning camp and then the night before just kind of ghosted them and didn't show up. Those are red flags. Teams yeah, don't like sure. stuff like that, especially at the quarterback, to commit to something and then just bail with no reason. That's something that's not good. But I saw somebody, a pundit on Twitter, take this information and, and have this take about it. Maybe somebody outside of the top four is leaking all the C.J. Stroud stuff because they want him bad, and they're like, don't pick him. Don't yeah, pick right. him. Like, let, let him fall to the Falcons. Let him fall to the Falcons. Let him fall to the Raiders. Like, maybe that that happens at this time or of year. Or even, too, like the Colts, could, even though they're not picking that far behind, just say, yeah, just don't let him get past the top two. Let him fall to us. Yes. Exactly. So, I, uh, hmm. I think it would be interesting if teams were maybe pushing up a smokescreen here for C.J. Stroud. Interesting. Uh, looking at Levis, though, at five, I'm worried for a team, whichever team does go with Levis. Is Levis the one that you're kind of looking at as maybe a, a bust? You know, I can't say he's like the Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson was the number two guy that entire time that he was uh, preparing for the draft, but it, it kind of seems like he's going to be like the odd man left out, or not the odd man left out, but he's going to be maybe the one to quickly or have the quickest path to like fading out of the league. I would say, like a Josh Rosen kind of. See, player. to me, I think Bryce. I still get worried about Bryce Young wow. the size. Just the size, yeah. But Kyler Murray doesn't, you know, set the standard for you there. Russ Wilson, yeah, right. You know, there's guys. Drew Brees, there's, there's guys. But I could also bring you Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield. Oh, well, like terrible. 
There's examples on both sides. Well, you know what the the difference is for those two guys compared to they the went to other. Cleveland? <laughs> they went to Cleveland. Cleveland was the team that took the shot on them. Yeah, they were going to be bad no matter where they went. Maybe not Baker. Did you see that that clip? Manziel for sure was not going to be. Good. Who, who's this Manziel? Manzel. Okay, moving on. Wait, 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 before we get to that, did you see that old clip that's resurfaced about when Manziel was coming out of college and only Merrill Hodge at ESPN had the right take on Saying him? Saying he's not going to be anything. Saying, like, I'd take him maybe in the third or fourth round. And they were like, do you understand? He, people were saying he could be the first overall pick. He goes, nah. And he was absolutely not, on draft on. night. He wasn't exactly right because the third round. He was taking the but first round, fell, but it was falling yeah, fast. To the 20s. Yeah. I mean, it's Haji. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Of course he's right. Smart. This. He, Smart knows, he knows what he's talking about. But, yeah, I mean, okay, if I had to pick one of these top five to, to be a bust, you're going. I think I'd put my chip on Will Levis, too. Yeah. I think that's the safer yeah, yeah, yeah. bet. They but I think, all, you know what's but crazy I think, is you know, that everyone. The potential to jackpot and bankrupt the casino is there for Bryce Young, if you put it on that. Uh, what's interesting about this draft class is everyone's saying, look, you got five guys who could all go potentially in the top ten. Tom, it would not shock me if all five of these guys are not necessarily out of the league, but maybe backups in five years from now when they're all due for their second contracts. It would not shock me at all if none of these guys really make it. No, it wouldn't either. Running backs, I don't really care which, about. Which, 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 which then further proves the point of going after Kenny Pickett, a guy you were comfortable with, a guy who was familiar with the team, rather than people saying, why not just... Wait on Kenny. Like, don't draft Kenny in 2022. Wait for the next draft class. Wait to get a Bryce Young or a CJ Shroud or a Richardson. Maybe these guys don't work out, and maybe Kenny does. Uh, running backs, I don't really care about. I mean, there's only one guy. Bijan Robinson to. and Jameer Gibbs, I think, are one yeah. and one A. I think those are your top two in the class. I'd say one and two. Charbonnet, as as one and, and that's who he has. Bucky yeah. Brooks has him ranked. Then, then you got Charbonnet and Devin Acne and Tajay Spears from Tulane. Like, I, I don't know. I mean. They'll be solid. I know. I only know Spears because I watched him play because my sister went to Tulane. Really good was year. He good? Yeah, really good I year. Mean, he has to be to be number five on exactly. Bucky Brooks but list. I mean, you know how infrequently running backs are drafted. So to be the number five running back in a class is not necessarily the highest praise. All right, number or number wide receivers. I mean, I think maybe the best position group year in and year out now. Yeah, in always. Uh, number one, he's got Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. I really would have liked to see him play in the playoff this year. I think yeah, he could have brought right. just a complete him and Harrison. I mean, Jr. he would have made the difference with in Harrison the Ohio State Georgia game. Yeah, yeah, but him and Harrison Jr. together too. Right. Just I mean, yeah. Harrison Jr. was unbelievable. He'll be the he'll be the number, number one, one guy next, next year, year whatever like, year he comes out. But like the fact that he wasn't even the best receiver on right, the team on the team. He's Marvin Harrison's son, and not even. Yeah, he he's Marvin Harrison's son, but he's still a great player in his own right. No question. But yeah, Smith and Jigba, I think I agree with that being number one. Then he has Zay Flowers. At you know what? Two. Maybe he says, "I'd like to be close to my family." Let me let me talk <laughs> let to me Pittsburgh. Canaan's over there. Fancy. <laughs> I just want to you know be right down the street at Heinz, huh? Or, ooh, ooh, Akersher. Wow, big Freudian so slip there. I was thinking. I was thinking PNC. I, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. How can you do that too? Because Akersher is bringing back the Heinz bottles. I know. Too. I love Akersher. It's not. I love you, Akersher. It's nothing against you. I'm just an idiot. Number two, Zay Flowers. Zay, look up Zay Flowers tape from last year at Boston College. You'll not. You'll not see a player with more jaw dropping catches. Yeah. He, he. He's got that like Odell George Pickens. Hey, you know style. what it reminded me of? This is, and I think it's appropriate. Reminded me, so he's playing at Boston College. Reminded me of Calvin Johnson when he was at Georgia Tech, making okay. some of the best catches you would ever see from a college player. He ain't gonna be that good. 
No, but you don't know. I know what you mean. He's got the yeah. he's got the freak catch potential. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think he's got. The, if that was a stat, like a measuring stick, freak, freak catch. catch potential, he'd be like a ninety nine. Well, you know, one day it could be Tom because you know how we now have that AWS on on Thursday night games yes. and on Sunday night games. They have those things where like catch probability is something a stat that they show. And if it's like under five percent, you call it a freak. Yeah, catch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a pretty 5%, cool new stat to introduce. FS on the yeah, stat sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, FS FC. Do I know how to spell? You say FS. Do I know how to spell? Am I am I that dumb? You know what you did? You said Heinz Field when you meant to say Akersher. <laughs> you're thinking like FSN when you're thinking about root know. sports. Number three is Quentin Johnson out of TCU. Then we got Jordan Addison from Pitt and USC. And then the Bolitnikoff winner last year, number five, Jalen How Hyatt. about that? The Bolitnikoff winner being the number five guy of that class. And it's not like, whoa, what are you talking about, Bucky Brooks? It's like, yeah, that's probably right. No, it's about like, right. Yeah, so, I mean, I, listen, I think any one of these five guys is going to be pretty good in the NFL. I just think that's the nature yeah, of the I position Yeah, I mean, we compare right that now. to the, the quarterbacks. You know, all five of these guys could be top 10, top 15 receivers in the next three years, four years. And I will say this, too, since we were talking about Boston College, Mike Tomlin's son plays for Boston College, caught a touchdown in their spring game this past year, so or past week, so hey, congratulations to Tomlin and his son. Maybe have a nice little uh, year there at Boston College yeah, maybe. For, for the young Tomlin. All right, tight ends don't matter for the Steelers, uh, but I do want to bring up one guy. Dalton Kincaid is number one. Michael Meyer is number two. Darnell Washington, the number three tight end, the junior out of Georgia. If you haven't seen this dude, six foot seven, two hundred and sixty-four pounds. He looked like a cheat code out there in college football last year. And I don't know how that size translates to the NFL where linebackers are bigger and stronger and faster. Right. But, but he's that's at least a big enough. Yeah, out he's there. big enough to keep up. And at the very least, I have to imagine he just can stand in front of an edge rusher for right. four seconds so the quarterback gets some extra time. But if he can, you know, really fine-tune his pass-catching ability, good luck stopping that dude in yeah, the red right. zone. I mean, that's a that's polar like bear a grong, that you're throwing to. But, like, even but somehow even times bigger. Times 10 almost. Yeah, bigger. Like, yeah, so Darnell Washington's a guy that I'd keep an eye on. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to get him, but that's a tight end that I think, wow. He's he's going to look good even in the like, – he's going to look – Big and intimidating coming off of the bus, even for an NFL team. Right. You know, it's funny, too. Like, we talk about this tight end class being a deep class. What has, remind me, what has uh, Kyle Pitts done in his NFL career other than nothing? I can't tell you. Yeah. Because there's other than nothing. But I still think he's going to be a pretty good tight end. I don't know, but I, I just don't know. Maybe he just needs a quarterback, right? He's been playing with... Uh, Ritter, Desmond Ritter, he's playing with Marcus Mariota. Maybe he just needs a real guy throwing him the football. But he's stuck in Atlanta. And unless Atlanta takes a quarterback in this draft, which we know is possible, but they're having mock drafts nationwide where Atlanta takes somebody else other than a quarterback. So maybe he continues to suffer. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
All right, offensive tackles. This is a big one because this is where the Steelers will be looking. Uh, he has Pierce Garonsky as number one and Paris Johnson Jr. Fair. as number two. Very fair. Then he has Broderick Jones at number three, Darnell Wright at number four, and Anton Harrison at number five. This is no this pretty is much no how that mock draft us. we yeah. used to shook out. Yeah, no Paris Johnson Jr. was the first one taken. Then it was Skaronsky. Then it was Jones. Then it was Wright. Then it was Harrison. So I think that, you know, that'll be your top five. And I think the order of three, four, and five will be a toss-up. No, I think it'll be Jones, Wright, and then— You think it's in that in that, in that order? Okay. I think one and two could be the ones that flip. Yeah, I think gotcha. Johnson could be in front of Skaronsky, or someone could take gotcha. Skaronsky over Johnson. Um, I think Skaronsky and Johnson Jr. both have superstar potential, but I think Jones, Wright, and Harrison as well could make an all-pro in a couple of years, and no one would be that surprised. It's not the deepest class overall for linemen— it's not the deepest, most talented class for tackles even. Right. But I think these top five are really solid. And I think any one of these guys, you can pretty much expect to be starting sooner rather than later if you draft them. Yeah. I, I think that the teams— The top two, I'd team, say you're starting from day one and training Immediately, camp. yeah. And and maybe Jones, too, and Wright, too, depending on the team. What team they go yeah. to, yeah. But, I mean, you pick— jo- Johnson Jr. is left tackle one, day one of camp. Same with Skaronsky. Uh, but other than that, you know— like I said, it won't be too long waiting for the other guys to come around. No, it won't be. Like I, I could see the Steelers taking Paris Johnson Jr. and he's a starter right away. I could see them taking Darnell Wright and him being and number surely, three in the start of training yeah. camp. But then at the last preseason game, he wins the starting job. And maybe at the like latest, that. it's like week three, right? He's already found his way into the lineup with 15 weeks to go or 14 weeks to go. Here's a little uh, highlight on how bad the interior offensive linemen are in this oh, class. Oh, man. Remember when we were debating at pick 49 in our mock draft? And if you missed our mock draft, you can listen to the earlier episode we did today. John Michael Schmitz, the center. Right. We were at pick, I think it was 49 that we yeah, were thinking right. about maybe taking him. He's the third-ranked inside offensive lineman, according to Bucky Brooks. Third. Right. We were debating on the third-best inside line lineman and we at could pick it, number 49. And we couldn't pull the trigger. Right. So that I can't remember an offensive line interior. What I was saying be Tom, this poor. What I've kept repeating is I don't remember that being true, but on top of that, the offensive tackles being so strong, right? That that disparity between the tackles and the guard or the interior lineman being that drastic, right? Yes. Like maybe overall you're th- you remember like years where you couldn't go wrong taking an offensive lineman regardless of position or overall, not to say every pick was a buzz, but overall the tackles and, and guards and centers weren't great. But to have the tackles be so much significantly better than the interior lineman, no, I do not remember this happening anytime recently. No, I don't either. And it's really shocking because, again, it's like every team's adage to at least take one lineman in a draft class. Not in the top uh, first couple of rounds this year, at least. There's really no one there. The right. best lineman interior that he has, by the way, is Osiris Torrance, the senior out of Florida. Seems to be the consensus number one in that area. All right, edge defenders. These guys make the money. They sack the quarterback. Will Anderson, Jr., number one, could potentially be the best player in this entire draft class. Tyree Wilson, number two. Tough to find a mock draft where he doesn't go past Seattle, really, at number five. Miles Murphy from Clemson, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. And how about this? Number five, Keon White. That's the guy who we decided, we decided to, to go over, with over John Michael Schmitz right. at number 49. So we took the fifth best edge rusher in this class, according to Bucky Brooks. Um, 
look, I think you can find value in this position. I mean, the sure fact that the you got Keon White when guys like, of course, Will Anderson was going to go early, like within the top. Well, the top five. four are all first yeah, round picks. That's what I'm saying. And It'll the fact s- that you got Keon White, someone who's not necessarily the next, like, I, I think the disparity, the drop off from Lucas Van Ness to Keon White is pretty significant compared to the drop off between Will Anderson and Lucas Van Ness, the top four guys. But you're still getting that next best guy. Yes, 100%. You are still getting that next best guy. Uh, but I also think it highlights kind of the drop-off from Van Ness to Keon White from four yes, to five. Yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. Those top job. four, if you go in those top four, you're going to get a great edge guy. Keon White being the next guy. Could not, be great, but that's he's, diamond he's, in the rough He's now. outside. You, it's not a top, right, like, for, this perp- for the purposes of this article, Bucky had to list the top five guys. But he was... Probably he could have gotten away with just listing the top listing the top four guys for this position. At defensive tackle, Bucky put Jalen Carter at number one, obviously, then Kalijah Kansi at number two, then Brian Breesey, then Maisie Smith, then Adatwima Adabowar out of Northwestern. And I like again, similar to the edge guys, those top four. I like the top three, especially. I like Ma- I like Mazzy Smith. Yeah, he'll definitely be the fourth one off the board though. Breesey versus Kansi, there could be That's some a toss flop up in for there. Sure. I mean, Carter still potentially could be the best player in this class. It's uh, we were talking I, about I think, Mike DeFabo yesterday on the uh, from the Athletic. He said the Athletics power rankings of prospects. Jalen Carter is still the number third overall prospect in this class. Like, I think that aside from projecting what their NFL careers will be, looking at their college career, Jalen Carter is the best athlete out of this draft class. Agreed. I, I don't think so that's too. debatable. The only guy I'd debate is maybe Will Anderson from Alabama. But you still tend to lean in Jalen Carter's favor. So explosive. Yeah, right. I mean, it just stinks, obviously, for the people involved. But just right, of course. the off-the-field stuff, you can't help but ask the questions about his character and right. if he's worth the top pick. All right, linebackers are just dreadful. I mean, Drew Sanders is the number one. Nolan Smith is number two. Trenton Simpson's number three. Jack Campbell, four. And Henry Toto. From Alabama is number five. Tio, You know, not much to say here. Yeah, he says we Sanders, look. We throwback up, linebacker with size for Sanders. I mean, there's not that he never really puts up anybody as a star. Uh, talks about Trenton Simpson being an athletic playmaker with outstanding instincts and ho- awareness, but like every single player has their weakness. There's not a right. legit inside linebacker in this class. And right, if you draft one of these guys. They'll compete for the starting job, but I bet you Holcomb and Roberts starts week one in front of no matter who. I bet you both of them. Are. Yeah, exactly. Like, Not just that the, whoever it could be that the Steelers draft could take up one. I don't think they take nope, up either. I bet they compete for it, but yeah. I bet they end up coming out of that tunnel in week one as number three. For sure. No, I, I agree. I mean, you're talking about NFL starters competing with those guys, and you are among a weaker class. I I. I think it's just better. You're better served, right? Not going out of the tunnel week one as a starter. You're better served as the Steelers, right? Because you can have them just take their time to really get ready to be a starter. At the safety spot, Brian Branch out of Alabama is number one, and Jordan Battle out of Alabama is number three. Pretty good secondary they had in Alabama last year. You think so? Number two is uh, Antonio Johnson out of A&M, Texas A&M. Sidney Brown out of Illinois is number four, and Jair Brown out of Penn State is number five. Penn State with Joey Porter Jr. and Jair Brown. Pretty good secondary. Pretty decent secondary in Happy Valley. 
as well. Uh, I think there was a little bit of time where you'd think maybe the Steelers take Brian Branch if he's there. There was. But that was before they signed Keanu Neal, I yeah, think, right. and really... It was before they signed Keanu Neal and after they had let go of Terrell Edmonds. Correct. So there was a chance, maybe a battle, maybe a branch, maybe you take a safety, but they're just so set in that safety room. I, I don't think yeah. you have to worry about it at all. If if there was no Keanu Neal, they wouldn't say, okay, they wouldn't have gone forward, right, into the, into the draft with only two safeties in Trey Norwood, right? I don't think they would have done no. that after losing a guy like Edmonds. But if the if the guy you brought in to replace Emmons was a lesser version of Keanu Neal, I still think there'd be a shot they'd pursue Brian Branch. I think you're right about that. And finally, but that says a lot about Keanu Neal. And finally, the cornerback room pos- or position group that the Steelers will be paying a lot of attention to. Uh, Bucky has them breaking down as Devin Witherspoon, number one, Christian Gonzalez, number two, Joey Porter Jr., number three, Cam Smith from South Carolina, number four, and Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, number five. Uh, I just think Joey Porter Jr. is going to be a stealer. I just, oh, you know, wow. the kind of the get these spider it. sense kind of moments yeah. for these players. And I feel like in a lot of mock drafts, he ends up at number 17 now. You're right. There are some that he goes a little bit in front of them. There are some that he lasts a little bit after the Steelers. But for the most part, he seems to be He's right there. Right there. Yeah. And not only that, but Witherspoon and Gonzalez seem to pretty much for the most part be gone by number 17 as well. So I, I think... If there's any debate for the Steelers, it would be Gonzalez and Witherspoon. I think that if Cam Smith or Emmanuel Forbes are on the board with Joey Porter Jr., I think Joey Porter Jr. will be their guy. Yeah. I think the only people that cause them to maybe take a second to think are the two in front of them right now, according to Bucky Brooks. I mean, I think I think Witherspoon's the best one in the class. If he's somehow there, first of all, question why he hasn't been picked yet, but then I'd probably pick him. But I don't know, man. It just feels like the writing is on the wall that – Joey Porter Jr. is going to be the Pittsburgh Steeler. Curious to know your opinion on Deontay Banks being left off of this list. I mean, I think that he could have been number five instead of Emmanuel Forbes. I think there's a pretty decent crop of corners deep in this class. Six guys you'd like. Yeah, like like even Tredavious Hodges Tomlinson from TCU is like a third-round pick. I think is a pretty good corner, has a lot of potential. Um, But Joey Porter Jr. has the ability to to really be a CB1 in this league and and start next to Pat Pete right. from day one. From so day one, yeah. I just think that that's going to happen, man. You just feel so much We're better. We're a week away from the draft, and I just I feel the Joey Porter Jr. energy. In You'd it. feel so much better, right, if, you're, if your death chart saw a guy like Joey Porter Jr. or Gonzalez compared to, like, a Forbes or a Banks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, first of all, just for Pittsburgh fans in general, they'd – well, yeah, who but is I, Keon, I meant like, who is I meant like Porter Banks? or Gonzalez kind of thing. Like that crop compared to like the five and six. Yeah, I or think seven. the top three are solidified as the top three. Yeah. The rest. But I, I, like I said, I do like the class as a whole. I think, it's a, I think it's a fairly deep cornerback class in the NFL. If you missed any of our shows today, don't worry. You can download full episodes of all of our podcasts and all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive, The Steelers Bliss with Wets and Moats. And many more. All of them are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy your weekend. Next week is draft week. So put on the Rambo eye black. Get ready for war, baby. Put on your war paint. Or how about this for... It's draft season. Draft season. Uh, uh, John, what's better? Uh, your birthday or draft season? Uh, uh, let me uh, think let about me that. that. Uh, uh, draft, draft season. season. Woo!
<laughs> Always happy to work in a Wedding Crashers reference to end the yeah. show. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Offerman. We'll talk to you guys next week for Draft Week here on the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com.